Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We're going to jump right into it because we got a lot of stuff to cover and we have limited amounts of time. We're going to start off with um, this one is really, um, really kind of cool. So, you know, I don't think we really talked about it when it happened, but, uh, you know, famed, I would call him a stunt car driver slash racer slash you name it with vehicles, he could do it. Um, Ken Block uh, passed away, and his uh, daughter, I think it's pronounced Leah. Yeah. Um, she actually races legitimately, like, consistently in a circuit. She doesn't race like he did, where he would race whatever. He She races in a circuit. But she will uh, run the Huna Pegasus Porsche 911 up Pike's Peak. Um so if you didn't know, his brand was called Hoonigan, um, and this is one of his creations. Uh, most notably, people would recognize, is it the the Ford Mustang? People, Most people would probably recognize, probably is what most people would recognize of his cars that he built. Yeah. Um, and he had a Camaro, and then the Camaro was the one that he built with Rob Deerdeck that had um, uh, machine guns in the paint. So it was like a it was a matte black and you could see machine guns in it. So that's what he was known for. Um, but it's really cool seeing that she's going to be taking her one of her dad's cars just because, um, you know, he passed. And uh, yeah, it, it's one of those tough things. You know what I mean, well, and it's cool that she's like, you know, into racing kind of because you get some people like that where they'll want nothing to do with it. Or, you know what? That was my dad. I'm not my dad. I don't want <clears throat> to you know be like him get a name out on my own or do my own things you see a lot of you know celebrity kids trying to do that as best as they can and it stinks because you're always going to be associated with that no fault of their own and even if their dad's like nope i you know she's doing it on her own whatever if you got the bloodline there or whatever or you're related to him it's gonna happen but it's cool that you know, she's into the racing on that circuit and then doing this, uh, you know, tribute to to her late father. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. And I think it's kind of coming up. Uh, what does it say in June? So next month at the 2023 Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so good luck to her and having fun with that, because, you know, should. Carry on her dad's legacy, but like you said, not be, uh, you know, she's not replacing her dad. Um, yeah, ex- exactly. This one is weird. So, Sum 41 is announcing that they're going to disband after their next album and tour. Um, so, basically, it's going to be after 2024, because their new album is supposed to drop at the end of this year, followed by a tour right after that. So, all I could think of is, you know... I know the lead singer had a lot of issues, especially after Avril Lavigne left him and he was kind of like, you know, drinking a lot. And I think they said that, you know, if he didn't stop drinking, he was going to, you know, die. So he had like, you know, a lot of come to Jesus moments, but I was just, you know, it's weird. Why would you make an announcement that far in advance? Like, are you trying to get as much money from the tickets as as you can or what? Well, and it's almost like it's their, um, farewell to her pretty much is what it is um right but i mean like when you look at it um i don't know i feel like 
I feel like they're trying to get as many people to buy tickets for that quote unquote, you know, tour. You know what I mean? For that tour, yep. And the other thing is, is kind of, and nothing against them. I mean, we grew up, grew up you know, with some forty one and that whole, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, like post punk because it's not really punk but they kind of draw a little bit from it um on it you know some 41 alien out ant farm papa roach kind of those bands or those styles um genres that um you know you really don't hear about them that much except for something that comes up oh this song is you know is 20 years old this year oh man geez and I only use 20 because it's going to be our high school reunion here at this year's 20 years. So it's stuff like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that's already 20 years or 25 years. Like, oh, yeah, we were, you know, just graduating or freshmen or, you know, just in junior high or sixth grade or whatnot. It's like, yeah, man, I guess that is, man, or, you know, makes us feel old. But you really don't hear about them that much unless they're playing. Oh, what was it? You know, they used to always be on that Vans Warp Tour type deal. Um, yes. But don't really hear about them that much unless it's like anything you know oh their song turns 20 years you know their their big album or big songs turn 20 years or somebody in the band does something not so good yeah um and i remember like the um for those that don't know like my favorite was is uh, on the end of um that lit i believe on that album they actually have a song that's like hardcore rock like it's like hair metal type of stuff and um um it's just kind of cool seeing you know they had music that i listened to but also they were raised that's what part of one of their songs it talks about they were raised off of uh heavy metal and mullets but they actually do sing some of that and some of the, like their secretive stuff but um i wish them the best and then maybe i'll catch their show when they come around but who knows when they're going to come around so mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And who knows how close they will come in our neck of the woods. I'm sure they will. I mean, usually it's Fresno or Sacramento. That's usually yep. the closest they come to me. So. Yeah, Fresno, Sacramento, or, and then if it's not that. Maybe San Jose. I'll say Bay Area. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, this one is, I didn't even know they still had this, but. Um, uh, MTV News signs off for good after 36-year run. Um, I can remember being, like, in my early teens and actually watching MTV News for, like, election updates and mm-hmm. things like that. Like, Kurt Loder was, like, a part of my childhood, basically, because he was the dude that was... It was weird. Like, I, I learned about being non-politically biased, so basically... He wouldn't choose a side. He literally just, it wasn't reading off a script, but he would report it as it was coming in. And yeah, report, just, report the facts on what, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's Whether what I remember it's one how, way or how the I other. got my info as a kid. And it is sad to see, but I don't think they really had anything going on for, you know, a long Ten time. Years. I mean, I mean, when we were in high school, they would do in between TRL would be like an MTV news break. And yep, they would like do like a five, short, ten like, minutes or something like that. Exactly. And you would get a little quick update on what was going on in the world. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, is it was news, but it's not like your your local or national news. It was more obviously geared towards the MTV audience. So they make it 
where it'd be interesting and not like, okay, it's the news, you know, whoop-de-doo, here's Walter Concrete, you know, whatnot on it, where it was these, you know, video DJs, I guess you'd call them or whatnot, that would tell you what's going on and be like, oh, hey, that's almost like a TMZ before a TMZ type deal, but more in the MTV type of way. Yeah, so when they first started, it was mostly about music, and then you'd get celebrity stuff, especially because, you know, I think I think our generation was, like, the first ones where musicians were also, like, celebrity status of, like, an actor. So, like, when Britney Spears would go through stuff, we got our information from MTV News. Right. You know, I know they're trying to bring some sp- stuff back. Some stuff is changing, but, um, yeah, um, Goodbye to MTV News. If you have an MTV News merch, I mean, it's going to be worth a lot of money now. Almost as much, right. much, worth as, much as Tupperware. So, right. <laughs> um, uh, the next thing. So, this one. So, we're we're going to go through. There's a lot of stuff going on because of the writer's strike. So, for those that don't know, the writers have gone on strike. Which means anything that was being worked on writing-wise is, is kaput. But also... Anything where it requires crews that are unionized are also kaput. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you work on a crew and you work for a movie company and you're making movies or making film or TV shows, guess what? You don't cross that picket line if there's a picket line there because they're not going to support you when your union comes up for stuff. So mm-hmm. along that along those lines, we have multiple things going on. Um, ironically enough, apparently... House of the Dragon and a couple other things that are filming in Europe are not affected. So, is it um, because they're out of country, or is I it a be- different I believe, union type deal? I believe because it's of? a different union. I believe it's a different union overseas. Due to due to being okay, due to be out of yeah, state. Yeah, because I believe so. I I learned this because actually, uh, because of that Rust shooting, so where Baldwin shot the director, mm-hmm. um, all the crew that was there quit. So they hired local crews. So I looked it up and basically a lot of these places. So like, let's say for instance, randomly you want to go shoot in Belarus. Mm-hmm. Um, the city will be like, you can, but you have to employ so many people from Belarus have in to order for us to give you permits from the so, area. Yeah. So I think a lot of these places, what they do is they go film in these other countries and they get crews yep. from there that are union. Well, um, and the thing is, that'd be perfect is if you, I don't want to say necessarily an a, well, I guess agency, that that's what you did is kind of foreign or hey you know where's the popular filming spots whether it's in you know romania stuff like that yeah new zealand you know wherever these spots are and set up offices in there and you know say okay hey uh you know if you're gonna film here or you know kind of get in with the i don't even know who it would be the company's putting it on uh you know hey you gotta have i don't know 10 percent of locals okay hey well i don't know how you know what do i do just put it out in the local newspaper tell it on the news like oh no here's this agency boom we'll get it to you what do you want what do you need we'll put the call out or we have them right there they're all you know all unionized they know exactly what's going on but the only difference is is that they're their own union here uh but the um quality of work and what you're going to get is the same like as if you were in the states so there you go yeah 
it's going to be interesting to see uh, what ends up happening with this strike because the last time I've told people the wife doesn't understand. I'm I don't I'm sure Tim's wife, you know, she would remember because my wife she's not young young, you know, compared to me. But yeah, but you guys were like not necessarily like you said not young young. But you would be like a millennial, and then she would be the next one down. So it was you were right at that cutoff point. Right. So mm-hmm. in 2006, when the last one happened, I was in college, and she was a junior in high school. So there's not right. that big of a difference. But she's not watching the same shows I was. And exactly. So many shows got affected by that whole thing that people don't even remember. They're like, "Well, what do you mean?" And I, and I was like, "You know, well, the show Heroes." Got canceled after two seasons because the second season was after the strike. It was horrible. Um, yep. So wasn't it like, you know, there's a like uh, was it like Lost? Didn't it affect Lost too? Lost changed. Hmm. Um, Scrubs, Heroes, I think. Scrubs was supposed to. Scrubs got sent to a different network, <clears throat> and I believe because Zach Braff was, you know, he's he is a writer. He he writes and produces and directs all this right, stuff. Right. Yeah. So I think because he was on that learning, wanting to be in that, he was like, oh, I can't cross. And so basically a lot of yeah. things just just got adversely affected. And right. it sucks, but, you know, they, they need our support. The first mm-hmm. thing that they're doing is, is the, so we see is Stranger Things uh, final season is on hold due to the strike. Now, we don't know if it's because of the script. We don't know if it's because, you know, whatever. It, um, yeah, it could be a lot of things. And the other thing is, is with that being a streaming service, that's another big issue that they're fighting for, for, you know, due right. to, uh, you know, the strike and everything. So it's not necessarily just, oh, hey, we want higher wages and whatnot, but because streaming is becoming so popular and people are going to those types of services, I'm sure it's the last time we negotiated, it wasn't as big. No, and that's the problem. And, is they don't and now get, they it don't... is. So they don't get royalties. They get zero royalties from streaming. And the problem is, is that a lot of times if you make a super successful show and let's say for whatever reason, um, I like with the, I'm a big fan of the office. And so let's say Greg Daniels, who created the office, he created, um, with Mike judge, he created King of the Hill. Well, let's say for instance, you're, you're a writer for the office and they're like, you know what? We want to make another show. So we're going to have you go right on this show to develop it. Well, you were a writer. You got writer, writing creds on The Office. You're going to continue to get a residuals from it because, hey, mm-hmm. look. Well, let's say you're doing that for Netflix and you, you're a writer for a hit show. And the show does great. You're like, you know what? We're going to have you do the spinoff. You go over the spinoff. The spinoff tanks. They cancel it, whatever. Well, now you're getting zero royalties. The other show is still going possibly, doing great. So there's no security in that. And right. So Netflix, the f- craziest photo I've seen so far was they're they're picketing outside of the Netflix offices and it says, you know, whatever, you know, it says Netflix and bills is one of the funny ones I saw. But then the dude that plays Lucifer, who technically it's a Netflix show because they bought the rights to it, was out there with a sign that says WGA says I'm an actor. I don't know what to write, but he's picketing with them. And that's a right. big thing now is a lot of actors have joined the picket lines, even though they get no benefit out of this. They don't get yeah. any, a single benefit because their right. salaries are not based on anything. 
but what they can negotiate with the film studios or television studios. Right, so, exactly. I just hope most of the actors that do it, they don't do it. And I'm not saying that all of them do it, but you always get the ones that get called out for it. They're like, oh, hey, that's awesome. You know, so-and-so is down there picking with you. It's like, no, he was here for five minutes. The TVs came, the press came, they got his picture, and then he bounced, you know, his bodyguard came and took him and he went went away. I'm not saying that, that on that on that particular no. one it's happening, but you get some of them that will that will do that. Um like I, said, I still I'm not think saying, that that's that's better than nothing though, because I mean if they see if they see you doing that, that Yeah, but you know, I but really I'd rather if I was picketing there and I was a writer and all of a sudden, hey, there's no cameras, no nothing, no press about it, except for someone a little bit that you got. All of a sudden, this big wig actor comes down there for five minutes and does his thing. All of a sudden, it's a huge thing on the news. Social media is blowing up. Hey, that's awesome. It's like, you guys didn't care for us when we were doing this yesterday. Now, all of a sudden, this guy comes down here. It blows up. And, oh, look at him. He's a good guy. It's like, he was here for five minutes. We've been here for you know a week and haven't done anything. And now he comes down there. You know, unless you're going to be out there, I'm not saying, you know, all day, every day, but put a day in, do it a day. I'd rather have you do a day than a couple minutes just so you could get, get it on there. Um, and I'm not saying, like I said, not saying everyone's doing that or what. I just, I hope I they don't I, well, do no, that. Here's the thing though. You say you hope they don't, but 95% of people that are picketing want that because it does get them more exposure. It does show that. And the thing is, what you don't want is you don't. But if, but if a guy, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about them picketing with them. I'm talking about they come down there for five minutes. That's no, I'm nothing. saying, I'm saying it's still good that they get the exposure. What you don't want to have happen is you don't yeah. want them to do it and then go film something because then they're going against what they're saying. Because technically, the only reason why certain things are still getting filmed in certain places is because of loopholes or. A union person won't cross, cross a picket line. So if you're filming somewhere where there's not a picket line, they're expecting yeah. you to film. Not union or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'll and I'll skip ahead just for this. Disney is demanding showrunners work during WGH writer strike. The problem is, is 95% of these showrunners used to be writers, or they still do writing. So it's right. kind of like, what do you do? Like you you can't. Yeah, you're putting. You can't, you're, You're in a hard a, spot. Right. Do you go against um uh do you go against your friends? No, yeah. you don't. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you go against your friends or do you go against your company? Exactly. And Disney is one you gotta be careful with because you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to work for Disney. Exactly. Um one that it didn't have so this one actually kind of got screwed by um the strike now but it wasn't because the yeah. strike was delayed so yellowstone is officially ending with season five after kevin costner has bowed out so basically they said costner was probably not going to come back there is so many rumors there's really rumors that uh, rumors about rumors there's rumors that kevin costner wanted to work less there's rumors that um his wife asked him to leave work less to help save their marriage. There's rumors that he had an affair with his wife. There's rumor he knocked someone out there. Like there is literally rumors on rumors on rumors on rumors. The key thing is, is every single person I've talked to that actually enjoys Yellowstone said that this is the perfect time to end this, the show because of what's going on. They go, we can't see it evolving anymore. 
Now, the problem I do have is there is a sequel series announced, and they're saying a lot of original cast members will be involved. So all I'm thinking is, is they're going to get rid of Kevin Costner. They're going to get rid of one of the characters that plays his son, the one that's like the politician, and then they're going to do something else. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, the nice thing is, is whether it's happy coincidence or just whatever is, like you said, you know, everything in the articles that I read is it is a good time to end it right now. And, right. you know, it's almost like it's already written the ending, whether it is or not, or whether this is going to be the last season or not. So that's uh, nice. That, the the that, rumor um, is it was it was written different. The show. No, Maybe I know, for, but like, say they were going for like seven seasons. Right. On well, it. Taylor, yeah. Taylor Sheridan knows how to end it. Like he has the two series. So 1883 was a one season one off. Uh, right. 1923 is supposed to be a two season and done. So there is. So yeah. And I think he he knows what he's doing, especially because, I I mean how crazy the show has been. I mean, everyone, if you haven't watched it yet, you've seen stuff from, from Facebook, you know, they oh, yeah. show some memes Facebook and whatnot, gifts right. and all that. And they also have the video clips where I've watched a bunch of the video clips to cut out stuff. But you like you said, like they probably have an ending done. They just are going to have to change it slightly to fit a back half of a season. Yeah, exactly. To fit the time frame where they're at with it right now. Right. Yeah, right. no, ex- exactly. And like you said, it'll be curious to see how now that the the sequels were announced and with original cast, how they're going to portray the cast that isn't going to be in it any longer, a la Kevin Costner. Right. Well, and I think so. the, the, the suckiest part for me um, is the fact uh, that there's a couple characters who aren't that big. And I'm just like, I truly hope they don't get screwed on some sort of sequel deal where they don't get included because they were they were characters in the show and they were recurring, but they were so minor they hadn't made a certain point in the in the show's cast where they would be considered for another show. And yeah, you know if that's the case, because because mind you, I don't know if you've heard about this. I don't know if I told you about this. I told I was trying to tell my sister. So people who like to travel a lot, Kevin Costner has an app where if you go to a certain town and you pull his app up, it'll tell you information about that town from history. And like he's got his fingers in all these different stuff. He's not going to be hurting. He's Kevin Costner. Yeah, he's Kevin Costner. The chick that plays Teeter, who I don't know who she is. I just know Teeter and her boyfriend on the show. I'm like, this might have been their big break. Maybe they needed one more season. So I truly hope nothing happens to these people, and I hope that they find a place for them in it. Um, but it, because of the writer strike, we will get it delayed probably a little bit more. Um, yeah. But it's not because of the writer strike that it is delayed. Just people know. Um, and then lastly, on this one was funny. So I listen to a podcast called We Hate Movies, and they do a thing. It's called like the State of the Industry, where they review the box office, they watch trailers. And they talked about the headline of how Marvel's Blade reboot shuts down due to writer's strike. And people are like, this Blade reboot has been going on for how long? And now you're blaming the writer's strike for it being delayed? No, not going to happen. I'm sorry. <coughs> well, I mean, technically it isn't, you know, it's not not true. It's just another delay for it. Not saying that it's the sole reason for the delay. It's just another delay for it. And especially when they were just about ready to, you know, article says 
begin production in Atlanta next month. So it's like almost there. Nope, writer strike. Well, <clears throat> and the big problem is, is so production. So technically, guys can still go doing scout locations, get all that stuff ready. That's fine. Right. But I heard rumors that Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, who's going to be playing Blade, and I think he would make an amazing Blade, has problems with the script. So you can't do anything with the script. So mm-hmm. he can't even make a – like, they can't do anything. That's the problem is, is that no one's going to be a scab as a writer because if they find out your name ends up on anything, you're never going to be a writer. So – Right. And that's the thing that stinks is with with these with these strikes and these different entities all working together. It's like, okay, what can we do? What can't we do? And then what's the gray area where it's like, hey, I could kind of do this. You know, it may be frowned upon, but technically it's not, you know, going against it. But, you know, I just I got to deal with it if anything ever comes out with it uh, on it. So. You know, like you said, you have all of these intricacies, you know, working all together. And it's like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, we could go scout this. Hey, I want to talk to you about the script. Nope, can't, you know, about the script. Oh, nope, can't, can't do that because that's on strike. But yep, this one isn't. So it's, yeah, crazy. It's, it, it is sad for me because, um, you know, there, there are so many people. That's what's funny is, is um, it's not really funny. Um, Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin on The Office, posted this thing where basically, if you're a writer, these all these places around Hollywood and LA are offering discounts on stuff. So if you show them your WGA card, they'll give you you know a meal for dirt cheap because they support like they're like, look how many people work for these restaurants or like as baristas, and that's their goal is to become a writer. So they right. support them, but then. But then Ke- uh, Brian Baumgartner had a good point. He goes, but what about all the people that the writing supports? So they're like, you can't just give them breaks because guess what? All these crews that are, are not crossing the picket line are being affected. People mm-hmm. who do the craft services for these things are being massively effective because oh, yeah. affected. Because you got to think, a lot of them do used to do catering, and now they just do, you know... It's just a a, a slim down, yeah, slim down version of it. But like you said, if you get, you know, those catering, if they get the contract for one movie, that is huge for them. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, whether it's a movie, a show, whatever it is, it's not just a one time, one day done. I mean, you have, um, you know, a history with them for for months, if not years. Exactly. I mean, the, the the craziest one I've heard is, you know, before we move on, is on the office. They um, uh, basically they talked about one of the um, like catering families, like it's a family that does catering, mm-hmm. and you know when when they talked about all the catering they did and things like that, they were like family, and one of them passed away, and they were like a bunch of us went to his funeral. Like, he didn't yep. die, like, right afterwards. He died, like, three years ago. But they mm-hmm. were, like, he, he was family to us for how long? So all right. these places that basically get to be, you know, the, you know, you, you may think, oh, look, just the writers are affected. No. Every single integral part from a show snowball to effect. a film, it's a snowball effect. So Right, exactly, exactly. Well, and I, like and you I, said, with, with that 
that craft service person, you know, passing away or catering, it just shows how much of an impact they had on it. And it's not like, oh, hey, oh, hey, who are you? Oh, I'm the, you know, craft service. Oh, that's cool. Oh, and, you know, nice to meet you. And then the, and then that's it, you know, were had an, you know, you could say that guy obviously came to their funeral, so had an impact on their his their life one way or another, you know, enough that they took time out of their day to go to the funeral. Yeah, and so the big thing for me is is I am not optimistic at all because the rumor is that um, they're way off yeah. by like a lot. Their their negotiations are not going well. So. Well, and you have like you said, you have that new thing that's streaming in there, which good luck trying to negotiate that. You know, that's a whole thing on its own. Yeah, but I mean the um the big thing is with that is Netflix is never gonna release 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 how much they made off a show because they have their own private algorithms and things like that. So I'm thinking they're gonna have to base it almost off of season type thingy. Like if a show goes for this many seasons, then you're gonna get this much money. If a show goes for that many seasons, you're gonna get this much money. Episode count, things of that nature. But here's mm-hmm. the problem. Here's the problem. Have you if you've noticed a lot of these shows streaming have gone to a British format where you could have six episodes, you could have 12 episodes. So what's going to stop them from saying you wrote 12 episodes, but we're going to do it in six. Yep. And now you lost that on whatever. So it's, it, the negotiations are going to be very hard fought. So, Oh yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Fingers crossed for them. Um, which I think is really weird is like with all this going on, so Percy Jackson, the Disney Plus series, has locked in a release window. How? It, it has to be all done then. I say it must be all done or in you know, post, post, post production where nothing affects it. Because, I mean, the, the other crazy part is, is Michael J. Fox had a documentary called Still. And he, he canceled the premiere in solidarity with the writers. So you are going to start seeing that. It's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to get people doing that. So... Yeah, so with Percy Jackson, it says it's supposed to arrive on Disney Plus in 2024. So the window is a year, <laughs> is next year. So I, that's interesting. It's news to me, man. It's news to me. We'll see what happens. Especially, let's say, okay, like this one. Jonah Hill is going to play legendary golfer John Daly in a biopic. When? Exactly. That's, and that's the thing that stinks is I saw that one. I'm like, that's going to be awesome. You know, all of these ones are going to be awesome. And there's trailers that are coming out. You know, obviously, the tra- you know, if the trailers are out, obviously, they're farther into it than, you know, announcing that, you know, a person's uh, uh, an actor is going to play a person. But still, it's like whether this one was, let's just say, two years away. Well, now it's going to be at least two years and then some away, yeah. depending on how yeah. long this strike goes. And. There may be stuff that's slated to come out and then things change, especially with that actor. He's like, you know, because they're in in talks. Okay, well, I'm going to block out my schedule for, you know, a year to film this. And then, okay, well, on to the next thing. Well, if that gets pushed back because of the strike, if it's something unless it's something that, you know, he really wants to do or whoever it is wants to do, they may say, hey, you know what? I can't do that anymore. You got to find somebody else because. 
Um, as much as I'd love to do this, I really want to do this instead. And this is going to overlap into it. And I talk to them and they're not going to push it back or wait for me or I can't, you know, work it out. I got to be 100 percent committed to them. So yep. therefore, I got to I got to drop you uh, on it. So it'll. Yeah. Who knows? And the thing is, is I don't think we'll ever know, you know, what it could be. I mean, they could say, oh, hey, we were going to do this or in early talks to do this. But because of the writer strikes, we had to scrap it and go on to something else. Because once the strike was over and we came back to the table, everyone, uh, you know, it may not be uh, financially. We can't do it anymore with just how the you know contracts are now done especially if it's you know a streaming only deal or uh, everyone's moved on to the next project and yep. we got to kind of start all over again or you know renegotiate some contracts depending on I mean, what it is i mean it's hard because you got to think so let's say for instance this john daly thing's legit they plan on start filming uh, middle of next year to end of next year, the writers will work. Um, let's say the, the strike ends in August. They work from August to January on a script. Well, guess what? This is their plan. Well, the strike goes on till September, October. Well, mm -hmm. then guess what? You're supposed to have these other three actors, but another film has one of those actors and three actors from different films that also just got released for whatever they were doing. And they were waiting to make some sort of huge blockbuster in the meantime. Yep. So then all of a sudden you went from losing one person to all your people because of other stuff. So, yep. No, exactly. And so, I mean, not only that, but just, you know, depending on what comes out of this, the renegotiation of some contracts and they may have I, to do it because, I, Hey, I don't, we I had don't this in our will. contract <laughs> as of per, you know, yesterday when it was signed, that's illegal. So, how do you want to do this? My big thing is I don't think they'll do it just for the simple fact that there's so much like, I'm not going to say legwork, but there's so much they have to do for these contracts that I know for a fact, a lot of times they're just like, screw it. Like how many, how many times have we heard like, Oh, we're not doing this because of, what you know what I mean? Like we're not we're not doing this because of some small little thing. So right. they're not yeah. they they're not they won't hesitate to cancel, but we'll see. Yep. Um so on a positive note, uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, everyone that I've seen it has given it 10 out of 10. They say do not like it if you're against animal cruelty, if that's hard for you to watch uh animal cruelty, animal abuse. Um I right. heard it's horrible. Um and um, I'm not going to spoil Which I'm any glad of it, they, you know. they have said that it was mentioned in there. Yeah. Because um, like I, you said, I've heard it's pretty bad, even here, though it's, here's, here's you know, the all the though. animals in it are CGI. They're fake. Here's a, but here's the thing. If you've watched the other two, you, you should expect it. Because literally they talk about <laughs> it in the last one about his abuse. Yes. Yes. No, that no, that I mean that that is true. But to what extent do they go into the story of of telling it? You know, is true. the other thing. 
So I know so. that I think it was as of this weekend they had made three hundred and thirty-eight million dollars worldwide. Um, opening night, I think it was one hundred and eighteen million. Um, which, which they were saying, from what I've heard, is I mean they you know it did really well, but not as well as expected. No, it was it exceeded expectations. They're only supposed to make one hundred and fourteen. They made oh, one hundred and eighteen. Really? Yeah, because there was yeah. a couple that I saw that it articles that said it. It it did good, but not as good as they would hoped. So no, well, what they with the articles that, that came out, the articles that came out said that they were it didn't do as good as other Marvel releases, and um, there's a reason why I believe I'll tell you off air why I think that it did it, but we'll see. Um, D23 has announced the Mulan 20th anniversary screening. X-Men Hellfire Gala, Destination D23 updates, Halloween events, and more for 2023. Um, they're trying to get people back in. This is a, probably a Bob Iger thing. There's a bunch of stuff going on that I'm sure Bob Iger is pushing, especially the next one with Kathleen Kennedy saying Taika Waititi, Ryan Johnson are still working on Star Wars films, and Lando and Rogue Squadron are still planned. Um they're trying to put as much positive vibes out there. Um, Tim, today, uh, we'll go down later, all the fiscal stuff that came out. Um, yep. They're trying to push. But, you know what? No, I'm leaving this one for last. I'm leaving this one for last because this is like, this is like my prediction. I predicted this two years ago. Two years ago. So, I'm saying it for last. Um, firstly, um, Carrie Fisher received um, her posthumous star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Her uh, daughter wore a dress bearing her image on it, which is yep. pretty cool. The, yeah, the old school uh, Princess uh, Leia. Princess Leia in her white gown. Um, and then Mark Hamill was there as well, which was really cool to see him um, supporting her. You know, they were close throughout the filmings and everything. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. And she got her walk. Um, this one... Uh, Disney introduces Noodle, the first canine Imagineer, and it's adorable. Right. There you go. So it doesn't matter what, uh, how do you want to, how do I want to say this? What um, species, I guess, you are, is you could be an Imagineer. They better have a mouse and a um, duck show up. Yeah, they got, they got their dog. They, they need a mouse and a duck. They 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 have a mouse and a duck as their characters. They should do that. So, oh, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. That, sorry, just really quick. I didn't know it's a. So it's it's an Imagineer, and then the service dog is is an Imagineer as well. So it's not just a standalone dog. It's an, a human Imagineer already, and her service dog is also the Imagineer. I didn't know. I thought it was just a. A dog. They probably did something, you know, because so, they they're no. I mean, that's that's, that's cool. Disney, I thought, you it's know, a Disney s thing, right? How they, you know, oh hey, you know, it's just you know, here's this dog we rescued it or whatever it is. But I didn't know it was it had a connection to uh, an actual Imagineer. So that's cool. Yeah, that makes me. It actually makes me kind of happy hearing that because, um, you know. I was wondering why, but then if, when, you, when you break it down that way, it you know, makes, makes it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, next, we have an Encanto celebration soul theme lounge officially announced for Disney Magic cruise ship. Um, 
they do need um they do need this like i've heard some horrible things about cruises lately so trying to be, bring people back disney is always supposed to be super more a lot, a lot more magical so i think having these two different things on the ship would make it for a nice little you know uh you know event on the ship um yeah lastly before my my magical win that i predicted two years ago um we got the trailer for flaming hot which is the story about the janitor who um basically was credited with creating flaming hot cheetos <coughs> um it's the who's who of hispanic actors like if you look at the trailer um it's who's who um, it is directed, I believe, and I I want to say written by um, Ava uh, Ava Longoria, um, and it's a cool story. I have read the um, like the story about it uh, about how supposedly he didn't get credit or something. Something happened with a legal battle where he sued for credit, whatever. Um, but um, it basically, it, it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is in it. He plays the boss at at uh, Frito Lay, and you know, for you to spoil a little bit, is from the trailer. There is one point where um, she goes, uh, the guy goes, they're stocking the shelves, and he goes, "Who would uh, who would eat who eats uh, Cool Ranch Doritos anyways?" And some white lady grabs it, and he goes, "She does," and then just the way <laughs> it happens is just funny and. Um, you know, he was a janitor. He, fly, he apparently he came from Mexico, had a PhD or something like that, and then um, he started there working as a janitor. He goes, "I have a PhD, but I need to make money," and that's what happened. So, uh, look for it in theaters. I believe it comes out June twenty fourth. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. So, yeah, um, yeah, uh, comes out June ninth. Uh, June ninth. Yeah, Hulu and Disney Plus, but it's going to premiere at the South by Southwest on March 11th of this year. So it already did. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Nope. It already did. Oh, yeah. Two months ago. The South by Southwest was um, where uh, Disney released the Judy Hobbs there. Okay. So we're going to go into gaming. There's one thing not on here that I'll talk about in the end, but. Uh, so there's been a lot of problems they've said with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, first thing that's been happening is they're saying the graphics are just ridiculously bad, um, especially if you don't have a next-gen console. Um, and then people have now beginning to lose their items from the deluxe edition and pre-orders. Um, they say it's a known glitch. People are trying to fix it. Um, don't know when it's going to happen. Um, ironically enough, I haven't asked Tim yet. Have you tried to load Warzone today, Tim? Nope. Nope. I haven't heard anything from their Twitter. I did the last update. When was that? A week ago uh, or so. Well, there <laughs> was a, there was an update today and I have a strong feeling you'll be able to play. Do you want to know why Tim? Uh, well, so, so here, here it's funny that you say that and it's nothing against you or whatnot when, so I don't like hot stuff, just quick little on why I say that I don't don't believe you. So I don't like hot stuff, um, like nothing hot, like mild uh, uh, or medium paste picante is almost like too hot for me. Like I have to have milk to 
to eat it. Same thing with like flaming hot Cheetos, you know, it's like, like the top of my spectrum. So there's times me and my wife will go out somewhere and we've almost been married for, you know, let's see, this year will be 18 years. So she'll say, Oh, it's not that hot, not that hot. So, and, um, or I'm sorry, not married together for 18 years. Oh, it's not that hot. It's not that hot. And I dip a chip into it and it's hot, like too hot for me. So, you know, she still hasn't gauged my hotness for, for that long. So now she doesn't even say anything. She's like, if you want to try it, try it, you know, um, on it. So on that were, you know, I've had multiple people look at, look at this, even had, you know, Mr. Stranger, you know, look at my computer and try this, try that, you know, cause he's in, in the IT world and, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing. So, uh, I'd say I'm a little skeptical, well, Tim, uh, would, you, Tim, you, would you, be you my reasoning. The, you ruined the joke. You ruined the joke, <laughs> just so you know, because I wasn't being serious. Oh, because, well, I gotta because, say, before because I went on that long, you gotta say, hey, no, I was joking. Because the new update got rid of Plunder. That's no. why it would work. That's why you would be able to play it now, is because the one mode you wanted to play will not work now. It it's is not. not well, but the nice thing is, is, I could get Nick's marker, Tim the Tapman. It's not out yet. I don't know when that drops. All right. Well, uh, it's funny that they did one of them who a guy doesn't even play anymore, which is pretty funny. Well, he does, but he does it off of a uh, second account. So whenever he whenever he streams it, he plays off of a, a, a backup account. He doesn't play on his main account. But I will say there is an update today for season. Uh, they're calling it three point five reloading. I say and, three and a half. Yeah. So I just thought you should know there is an update, a big one. It's it's actually pretty big. Um, uh, the next one, so this one is crazy. So the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom is getting an official launch event, live stream, and Nintendo Treehouse. Now, the big thing about this one, this is the one that they're trying to sue Reddit for whoever leaked all the game information. So I was surprised they went ahead and did this just because everyone's been waiting for this game since they dropped. Um, the last one, Breath of the Wild, on Switch. And that was a day one drop on the Switch. So, we're, you know, we'll, we'll see how good it does. I'm pretty sure they already sold out of the um, Tears of the Kingdom limited edition Switch. So I'm pretty sure it's going to sell pretty good. But we'll see how it does. And I am going to watch the launch because it looks pretty cool. You know, anything Nintendo is pretty super. Right, um, and especially Zelda. You know, Zelda is almost synonymous with Nintendo. Yes, it is. I actually have the original game that came with Nintendo, which is called Link, The Legend of Zelda. The Legend people don't of know, Zelda. Yep. People don't know the character there's... you play. The character you play is Link. It's not Zelda. You play Link. <clears throat> Zelda is the princess you're trying to save. So, um, sound familiar, Mario fans? Um, <laughs> um, the next one is crazy. So, Hogwarts Legacy has amassed over $1 billion. And the company that's behind it, they're genius. They are doing a thing where basically um, they're having Tom Felton, who played um, Lucius, not Lucius, played Drake, Drake, Draco Malfoy and Harry Potter, is going to play one of the characters who's in Slytherin's, uh, his storyline on a stream. They have a channel where they stream everything. So I'm super stoked for this. I think they're trying to bring more people into uh, the 
you know, the game, because, I mean, they have sold a bunch, but they, you know, you always want to sell more. Um, right. So it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, hey, fingers crossed they make more. The rumor is they are going to do an update where it's going to have some additional content. I don't know um, for sure if it's going to be, you know. Got to get that Quidditch it, in there. No, I think they're doing a separate Quidditch game. No, I think they're doing a separate thing. I think it would be too much to put it in there as far as having a game within a, a big game within a game because right. people are just going to get it for that. So you're going to need huge amount of server space. You know, it'd be like another game. Yep. So this one uh, wasn't in there. I wanted to make note. So for the longest time, games have been playing this little trick on people. So Call of Duty is one of the first ones I've known to do it in general, but they did it big time this time. So they have Call of Duty Warzone Mobile coming. And they're like, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're bringing back Verdansk. Well, it's only on mobile. Well, it has been delayed till November 1st of 2023. So if you pre-ordered it, you're going to have to wait for a while. So congratulations. Um, and we're going on to our parks news after gaming. Um, and other apartment amusement parks, uh, wristband distributed for Poseidon's Fury final tour at Universal Islands Adventure. No standby available. That's that's interesting. I've never seen anybody do that. Well, <clears throat> I guess anybody how, do it how for big a is ride it? that is how? shutting down. I've seen it for new rides, whether it's wristbands, virtual queues, whatever it is. But as far as for a ride that is shutting down to give wristbands and say no standby, I mean, <laughs> if you want to stand by and you want to stand in line, what is it when Hagrid's uh, magical motorbikes or whatever opened up and it was a six yeah. hour line? You want to stand there your all day? Hey, have at it. Have at it. But um, how big is uh, Universal Islands of Adventure? That might. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's in it's in Florida. So and I know they're adding on to it. I mean, actually, yeah, yeah, it's right. It's uh, it's in the Universal Orlando resort area. Yeah. You know, attached to it. So it would almost be like it's it's its own park like a Animal Kingdom Epcot like like uh, like Disney. Yeah. Um I almost forgot I forgot the most, the biggest thing we're supposed to talk about before well, we go gonna, into Disney. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna see if you wanted to before we get. So before we go there. into the the general Disney parks pile, because this does tie into it a little bit. Um, two years ago, I predicted that Hulu and Disney Plus would merge. Would merge. Uh, I am gonna quote Mr. Stranger as he said, "This isn't a big deal because." Uh, because of what the plan is. So he, I think you misunderstood what I was saying. So they're going to basically set it up where you could basically watch both of them from the same app is what it's going to be. They're going to merge content. You're going to have stuff from Hulu available there. People don't realize that they're a majority stakeholder in Hulu anyways, ABC is, uh, and Disney. Um, that's why you rarely see any CBS shows on Hulu. Um, they are going to increase the ad featured tier on the price of it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but here's the thing. 
they're going to start removing stuff because they do have to remove stuff to put more content on them when they merge. When they're developing the app, things get removed. They did this with HBO Max, like literally, I think it was like a week after they announced it. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah. This so is- it's so what stuff are they because all the articles that I read, it didn't say any content or anything is getting so, removed or there's anything in the foreseeable future being it being with it being removed or any hints from that. Now, it may come later on, but of are the articles that I read, um, it didn't say with anything being removed. It was just saying that, hey, instead of clicking on two apps, it's just going to be be one. Here's the problem, though. <clears throat> if you have a contract with someone that you're only allowed to show that content on that app, legally you cannot do that after you merge the apps. Legally can't. But so it's, it's, it's still going to be separated, though, because you could still only buy a Hulu one, but it'll be under that app. Right. That's the problem, though. Is so let's say, for instance, you subscribe to Hulu. They're going to say not available. But what they're going to do is they're probably trying to get people to pay. Well, it's going to be like, if you have Hulu and you go click on a show and you can't watch yeah. it, you've seen that, right? Well, you can't watch it because you don't have Hulu I, live. I don't, ha- I don't have Hulu, okay. so I don't know. So on, on Hulu, you can go to a certain show, and if you don't have the right tier, it'll say yeah. you need this tier to watch it. Right. So even though even though I could have everything So how, want, how would that change it? Because that's within the Hulu What I'm saying is what they're... What I'm saying is what they're going to do is when they merge, if you only get Hulu, you're going to see the Disney Plus stuff. You're not going to be able to click it because it's going to say you need to subscribe to this as well. What I'm saying that they're going to but what I'm saying they're going to do is, which I don't think either of you guys understand, they purposely remove content to try and get people to subscribe to other stuff. So what they'll do is, is they'll say, okay, look, well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be anybody wouldn't different is you can't watch the show it's only on a paramount plus only so you have to get the app same spell no 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 no. what i'm saying is they merge them right and you only have they merged them on the app the two companies did not merge together right what i'm saying is they merge them on the app and you only have hulu yeah so what disney plus is gonna do they're like you know what we have this show that performs decently Maybe it's not it's not new, it's not modern. Well, they remove it. Then what they'll do is they'll put it back on and say, hey, for this price, you could get both of these services together. They're using it as bait is what I'm saying they're doing. Because HBO Max, when they, when they talked about they're going to be merging and creating Max, one thing, mm-hmm. I, guarantee, I guarantee them saying, oh, it's be this two, both things under one app. That's, that's a lie. They're gonna cre- they're gonna merge them together. It's gonna happen. But we don't we don't we don't know that. But the problem is is that Disney Plus was using Hulu as a way to create more adult content and then dump it off because you can't you can't air it on right on, Disney, it on Plus. Disney Plus. But now with the fact that they're you know no this is no secret but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three has an f bomb in it because you could have one of them on a PG thirteen movie and mm-hmm. they put Deadpool onto Disney Plus, they're going to be, you know, merging. But what I'm saying is, so what happened with HBO Max, when Max and Discovery Plus was still going to be separate, they were going to do the same thing. They were going to still be separate and be on the same app. They started removing content like crazy. So there's a reason behind it we don't know. 
Yeah, that's the thing is we we don't know. As of right now where it stands, it's two apps. There'll be one app. They're not merging together where Hulu's getting absorbed into Disney Plus or vice versa. It's, you know, they still say you could still have subscribed to Hulu and not Disney Plus or vice versa on it. It's only going to be a matter <laughs> um, of time, man. It's only going to be a matter of time. And people forget. I mean, for, for rumors Hulu, are rumors till I see Hulu, it. Hulu started as a free service. Oh, yeah. And, and Netflix started out as $4 and you get DVDs. But, so, I mean, like like anything, I mean, you got to, if you want to stay relevant, you're going to have to have to charge. Right. You know, and that, that was the thing. It was, I think, I think you, if it was, um, uh, what were they going to do it? Um, it's hard to explain. They basically would like, if you wanted to get certain channels, you'd pay for it. So it was kind of oh, yeah. like getting a cable service. Oh, I don't yeah. know how they ever did it, but it was amazing. Oh yeah. Well, and it was, it's just like, um, Oh, Hey, this is, this is free. Oh, awesome. But it's got 75 ads in it. Oh, you don't want ads. Oh, okay. You don't want ads. Well, here, pay five bucks. You don't get ads. And then they slowly nickel and dime you, you know, raising it a dollar here, a dollar there um, on it. And then all of a sudden, oh, hold on, wait. Oh, you don't want high definition. You want, you know, 1080p. Oh, you want 4K. Oh, well, come on now. We can't just give you that on the normal one. You're going to have to subscribe to... <laughs> this this higher one or you know it's it's like anything and you know like you said i mean the end goal maybe you know have them both merge together or like you said hey this was on hulu now it's on disney plus or you know vice versa on it but well, see did you actually <clears throat> read the whole thing i just read part of it i just <clears throat> read part of it and it all makes sense now was it the article that you shared I don't, I don't, I read a different one. I just found one right now. So, oh, well, I read the article that, that you shared. They're looking to buy out their remainder of Comcast's contract. So, if they buy out Comcast's contract, they'll own 100% of Hulu. So, because oh, yeah. they well, own, so you knew, I mean, we could kind of, you know, on that when they first got into it, because it was like, oh, why are they getting into that? You know, into that. True. <laughs> on it especially not having um like they didn't have disney plus or didn't have anything like that it's like hold on why 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 are you getting in into hulu um and that could be you know the end goal if they buy out 100 percent of hulu well guess what now disney doesn't have to um really answer to anyone even if they have majority stake in it you know you still have that you know, somebody in it, or if they get the well, majority but that's of what it, they're, and... that's what they're saying is basically this merger, this merging of the apps is like a good faith type of thingy because they're dealing with an arbiter. So when you read the article, they're going to own a hundred percent. It just depends on how much they're going to pay for it. The arbiter is going to decide how much they're going to pay for it. So, right. But I mean, look, look just, for I mean, big the nice changes thing is, is and, you know, they still have, you know, still have the bundle on it, or you could still just do Hulu only or, Disney Plus only, but instead of having two apps on whatever you watch it at, it'll all be be under one, which is funny because then that would mean if it's just one app you go to, well, then how are you going to choose if you have Disney Plus or Hulu? You're going to have to choose on it. So it's almost like I'm clicking twice to go to either one instead of just clicking the app once. 
Bro, well, from what they tried to say, which I don't believe half the stuff that comes out of their mouths, they're trying to say that it streamlines it for um, people who have all three. It's going to streamline it for the for those people that basically everything's going to be available in one app. So, right. But if I yeah. want to get something on ESPN Plus and not on Hulu, how do I? I still um, have to I, pick to go to that one. I or if I or if I or if I, I want to switch from ESPN Plus to go to Hulu. No, I think ESPN Plus has been integrated into Hulu. Okay. No. Okay. Well, then if I want to. I'm watching something on Disney Plus. My show's over, and now I want to go over to Hulu. How do I do that? I have to back all the way out and then come back all the way in? No, if you have both of them, I think it's streamlined. The way it made it sound like it was, it was streamlined. So it's going to be yeah, like it's but you all in the one con. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, you still have to choose which one because even if you have Disney Plus but not Hulu, because it says you can have one subscription and not the other. Right, but they're probably going to do what I said. When you click on it, it's going to say you need a subscription to this to watch this. So they're, they're making it sound, they keep saying it's two apps separate. But what I think that they're trying to say is that they're both going to be in there, but Hulu already has the capability where it limits you on what you could click on based yeah. on what you subscribe to. So they're probably right. going to implement that technology into Disney+. Plus, and then when they bring in Hulu, it's going to be like, hey, if you don't have this subscription, when you go to click on it. So I'm watching the Mandalorian and I go to watch a Hulu original, I don't have Hulu. It's going to say you must subscribe to this. You must for- subscribe to it. Yeah. <clears throat> it'll I mean, be... that's the only way I can see them doing it. Honestly. Right. It'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they integrate it as far as do they keep the Disney plus um, way of it or do they take the Hulu uh, like how the app looks? From what I've heard is people prefer the uh, Hulu style. Hulu. Is yeah, it more like a uh, like a normal guide? No. Where Disney Plus is kind of like the tiles? It's similar to Disney Plus, but your content that you watch is much more stylized for you. So you and your wife watch these same four shows. Those same four shows are always going to be up top, regardless – Regardless if you've been watching it or not. Because so, the problem you have with Disney Plus is you you may be watching. So I'm watching The Bad Batch. Right. And I want to resume it. Well, sometimes it doesn't register. And I have to go it down does, like four <laughs> levels to see if yep. I was watching. And to it continue won't continue watching. Yeah. Or... And it won't be up on the top. Yeah. So they the way Hulu does it, they make your content hot further up. So you could click it. And so you're like, oh, oops, we were on this one. So let's go back to right. that one. And it'll start up where you left off kind of thing. Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to scroll through it or anything like that. Yeah, um, a, lot, a lot less but, scrolling. And then on the Hulu Live, because that's like watching live TV, correct? Right, right. So is that one, is that kind of like tiles as well, where it just shows what's live? Or is it more of a uh, like a channel guide that we're... Your guess is good as mine. I don't have it, but if it's similar oh, okay. to if it's similar to Peacock, because I have Peacock and Peacock yeah. offers live stuff. So um, right. one time I woke up crazy early and I turned the TV on. They had some you know Premier League stuff going on, and it'll have oh, yeah. a red it'll have a red dot on it, so it tells you that that program there is live. Oh, so, like like on a tile. Yeah, so it'll have a tile okay. across the. Usually, what it'll do is the live programming will be across the very across very top. The top. Yep. Yeah. So it, you could have two or three shows that are live at the time, 
Because that, that's, yeah. that's the thing you got to think about, too. If you have live TV on that, they have to have a guide for that one. Because even with Peacock, you have three or four channels. So you got Bravo, you got NBC, you have NBC Sports. Yeah, so and you got everything have a, under that umbrella. The, under that umbrella, yeah. So you're going to I mean, those are always live. So no matter what, those are always be at the top. Yeah. Well, and you I know? think think too, is like Peacock will feature feature stuff live, too. So like oh. um, that on patrol live is featured live on there every once in a while is featured and then, yeah and then what's the uh, the, the Premier League stuff is exclusive to Peacock app um when you watch oh. the Premier League stuff I'll say then you're gonna have that because I know sometimes like uh because I watch golf and sometimes on that it will be yep exclusively on Paramount Plus or Peacock yep. or what usually Peacock for like the first hour yep and then they'll go to the normal broadcast so we'll see but i mean a lot of this stuff i think has to do with so if they're going to integrate everything into one app that means they're going to get rid of probably a third of their team that's working on the apps because it's going to be one system because it's going to be one goes right into our next thing about Iger predicts disney will meet or exceed the 5.5 billion cost-cutting goal that's part of it right so home really quick before we move on i have one last question for you do you think that with it combining into one app and kind of everything that was going on with that, was that started by JPEG or was it in uh, a something from Iger, you know, either his previous tutelage there or that JPEG tried to get it going and couldn't get it like, really have legs in across the finish line and now um Iger came in and is like nope okay hey here it is here it goes and the only reason I say that is because Chapek has that kind of entertainment um background history I don't know because Chapek was so big on Disney Plus that right. was kind of like his baby so I don't think yep. I I want to say I I I would wouldn't doubt that Iger started it and Chapik was probably someone who pushed back on it, and now yep. he's gone. So it wanted to do, Iger and Disney Plus way. was going to be, yep, and Disney Plus was going to be his baby. And now uh, Iger said, "Nope, we're going to merge them." And now, kind of, he can do it because Iger was big with ABC, you. wasn't he? What's that? Iger was big with ABC. Uh, yeah, that would make sense because it's owned by Disney. Yeah, so he was big with ABC and. I want to say he was one of the people who actually was like pushing the um, like the restructuring of like the family channels and all that stuff to different names and make it more diverse content. So, yep. yep. Yeah. Kind of having that Disney tie, but not it being the like Disney in its name. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, he so Bob Iger did predict, you know, um, that they're going to exceed that. <coughs> I think this is part of it. The merging of the um oh yeah it's a big one and he says it will happen by the end of this year um they did also lose four million subscribers in quarter two of 2023 which which coincides with the end of the mandalorian it, you're always going to get that and okay yeah. okay so so quarter two 2023 they lose four million let's see what they're up at quarter four in 2023 if they're right. up seven million okay well that four million that we got we got them back plus more because you got to think, so someone wants to only do, they could re-sign back up in December. Yep. Get all the shows that they missed 
yep. up until December, go for two or three months, and then cancel it again. And, so, cancel. and you're always going to get the ones that are going going to do that. Yeah. So, and you got to think too. Uh, November of last year was when the founders was our when founders that... expired. Yep. So there's probably a lot of people who were paying month to month because they didn't think about it because I believe you can't pay month to month um, if you didn't renew. And right. Or so they people, renew it for one year because they maybe gave them a deal or found a deal or who knows or if there wasn't a deal. But, oh, you know, yeah. I'll do it one more year because I know Mandalorian's coming out, this, that, or the other. And, you know, starting to slough starting off. To lose and, then, and then, like you said, yep. then you have the ones that – Oh, hey, you know, I'm just going to go month to month because Mandalorian comes out. And if I do it a year, I'm not going to watch it for half a year. Yeah. And what's crazy is so they lost $4 million, but then Disney Parks made $7.78 billion in revenue in quarter two. And they Everything's said open. Will, and they would say they, they made nearly $22 billion in quarter two. That's crazy to me. So that means that they, so, and for those that don't know, Disney Parks does not include a few of the overseas ones, overseas ones, because they are not. Uh, owners of, I want to say Tokyo Sea, D- Disney Tokyo Sea, a couple of them. They're just they their rights are paid for. <clears throat> yeah, they get so royalties from it. They get so royalties. They get, yeah, they get some money, but it's not like it's a huge. Right, they're it's paying them like, to use their yeah. likeness. It's not like the U.S. parks or Disney Paris, which are owned by Disney, which Disney <clears throat> reacquired Paris, I think. Not yeah, they yeah ago. they they finally bought uh bought them out and acquired it because I think that park was starting to get a little lackluster there. Right, so that's quite a bit of money for as little as you guys can think of, especially quote unquote losing people. Um, and they have the merch like you know new Disney 100 Lego set inspired by animations icons, villains, and Disney's duos coming soon. Hands down, that's going to be a couple hundred dollars, and that's right sell exactly. Off in minutes. Did you talk about the the big one on there? That Disney is closely evaluating theme parks for expansion oh, opportunities. I missed that one. So that and that one, it makes me. That is code word for they already know where they're going to be putting the next one. They're yep. just going to infiltrate the government in that area to make sure they get all the deals that they want. Um, I'm I'm almost positive it's going to be Texas because Universal can't be the only one putting one in Texas. So. There's lots of land out there, and right, either that or that. you got the the villains park that's gonna come to that they teased on D twenty three as well. True. Now, I would want. The, I think the, the, they won't do the Midwest. They won't do anywhere that gets crazy snow. So they'll have to probably do the Frisco area, maybe. But I know that even like Dallas gets snow, so I don't know where you would go in Texas. Well, and the other thing is, is because you have Universal going in at Frisco, what's their, um, like, territory? You know, how you have, like, MLB MLB teams, uh, like, you know, we're in California, and the A's wanted to relocate to, um, what was it, Fremont? Uh, No, San Jose. San Jose area, and it was... the Giants uh, owned the rights. And the Giants owned it, which they... Got it from Oakland um, on like a good faith trade, and then they came back and kind of, anyways, there's a little bitterness put the, there put the um, on, on that, that. So it's you can't just put stuff anywhere or just come in and kind of stronghold it 
um, on it. Now, obviously, it's different with MLB teams because you got draws from different areas and and uh, TV deals or whatnot. But I mean, you know, obviously in Orlando, there's what three, four, five different theme parks there within the greater Orlando area. Right, uh, but but, but Frisco, Universal owns the rights to Marvel there, and that's a big deal. Right. No. But, it's, he, but it, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. As Universal builds, wouldn't you want Disney to be somewhat close by? Because somebody that mm-hmm. can afford enough to go to Disney might want to try out Universal while they're there. How many people do I know that love Disney? They're like, you know what? I'm in Florida. I'll try out Universal one day. You know. Right. But no. do we? What happened when Universal did the deal in Texas? What happened? Right. Yeah. I know they got they got pushed back. Well, but here's the thing. We don't know what that pushback exactly was. How do we know Disney wasn't already infiltrating that and telling their city council that they need to not put a deal where their other parks can't come in? They could have already had their feelers out because, you know, corporate espionage is the way to place to make your money. Because if you know what your opponent's going to (laughs) do. Right. No, exactly. I mean, yeah, it could be could be that. But then at the end of the day, they. They got it through, so. But we don't like know what the stipulations are. We don't. We don't know the. De- I would have. We would have to spend. Two oh days yeah. Reading the contract just to know. Oh hey, or, look, they can't build within this much or whatever. And that's if it's public knowledge. It could be right. non-public knowledge. You know, NDAs and whatnot. So, um, but like you said, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if within a half hour to hour drive from where Universal is going to be at. Yeah, there'll be a Disney presence s- somewhere in that area. You know, they're going to do their and, due diligence and, and figure and, it out. And, and whoever they has that. Inc- they may incorporate too doing a downtown Disney type of thing, or even do Disney Springs where you right. have houses and everything built there. Yep. Yep. Nugs. Exactly. It'll be, which will be interesting. Which, and you always get like, you know, there's, you know, you get the San Antonio area always gets brought up Frisco. You know, you got to have it somewhere next to a decent size airport, airport and yeah. then uh, transportation to the resort. I mean, that's the big thing, too, is like even with the Universal deal, how much infrastructure talk was done to where they were like, look, if you build this here. We need like legitimately you to help us with busing, with right. monorail stuff like that. So oh yeah, you got you, you got to be good good neighbors, good stewards. Exactly. Um, last in the generic pile is the Disney Parks No Fly Zone may be removed due to legislation sponsored by Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now they do give exemptions to flying over for like videos, and they even gave a YouTuber permission to fly over in like a helicopter one time randomly. Didn't make any oh, sense. Oh yeah, that was, uh, yeah during the um, during the pandemic. Yeah, uh, when it was it, completely shut down, he asked for permission from the the nearest flight tower because I saw him like, no way. Well, since there was basically nobody there except for some maintenance crews, they allowed him to do it, but he couldn't like hang out there. He basically right. had to fly across. Right. I mean, he was going super slow. But he made a couple passes, and they're like, okay, get out of there. He's like, thank you very much. See you later. Right. So um, it doesn't mean much to most people, but I know some people get afraid when they see planes flying over um, the parks. So, uh, And if you've never felt the fear, um, I went to a 49ers football game the weekend after 9-11, and all the reports were that planes were not allowed to fly over stadiums, all this kind of stuff. 
10 minutes into the game, who's flying over a stadium, but like four or five planes, which that was the normal flight path for SFO. But right. you're like, the whole time you're like, oh, what's going on? And your eyes all big, freaking out. So there's no reason why, I don't understand why they would remove it because Disney is not an ideal place to fly in or fly out over. You know, if you're going from LAX up north, you fly out over the ocean. Uh, if you're yep. going, you know, you know, if you're going towards like Arizona and whatnot, you fly straight out, but that doesn't go over Disneyland. So right. it doesn't yeah, really exactly. make sense to me. Yeah, but, same thing with Long Beach. When we went to Arizona, we went out over the ocean and then they bank around and, yep, and exactly. go that way. But it's so. it's it's funny when you read some quotes on what um yeah, those two Congress people or center whatever they are, um, I can't remember what they are, uh, said on it. And it's a, yeah, stems from the, the Florida deal. Well, congratulations, you guys. You're doing absolutely nothing. Thank you for doing nothing for the government. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, if that's <clears throat> the fish that you're going to fry, I mean, there's bigger You're an idiot. Now on to the rapid fire for all the Disney parks, uh, starting with Disney Parks Abroad. Um, dolls and wheelchairs have debuted in It's a Small World in Disneyland Paris, which they already have them in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe Disney World as well. Uh, Disneyland yep. Paris was just the first one, which this may have to do with their reacquiring the full rights to everything. Um, the Avengers Power of the Night drone show is returning to Disneyland Paris this fall. I get, <clears throat> um, I get the feeling the only reason why they're pushing these shows so hard in Paris is because they they want to do them in the United States. And they <laughs> feel like if there's a failure, they'll let it fail over there first. Right. I, I just hope it's able to come over here and not have have to go through. I mean, it's going to obviously have to go through some red tape and everything. I get it. But to have a spot to do it because that show is awesome. I mean, from the first time we saw it to the last time we saw it, it's fantastic. I just hope that um, they're able to get it over here and it's not completely axed before it even gets off the ground. I kind of want to know, um, because of that no-fly zone, what the height they can go over the part without having to get FAA approval. Right. And the other thing is, is it's, 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 if it's a Disney no-fly zone, um, can Disney fly stuff over there? Which, obviously, like you said, they have because they've done... Um, uh, the Star Wars drone... Or, uh, the Star Wars drone, and then for Soren over California, they flew over Disneyland at night there um, as well, uh, and then different things that they've done with it. Or is it, hey, yes, you can, but every day you have to, or X amount of days in advance, you have to submit a permit to do it, and we have to okay it, uh, and here's your time, and like you said, here's all your parameters to do it, or if one guy forgets one day, um and they don't have it it's because of of that it'll be interesting because drones is i kind of looked into it for my line of work and ho ho good luck with it and that's just a single a single drone flying over a field and then for those that don't know they are working on making drones for tim's industry for water consumption because it tells you where you need to irrigate tells you mm-hmm. hot zones tells you cold zones tells you if there's a dead spot tells you all this kind of stuff you can do and check things in a lot faster but like you said the red tape's impossible i'm sure disney can get by it it's why oh we're yeah no it. they'll have a it's, yeah a crew of people that'll do it but like i said i just hope there's 
a chance that it happens here and it's not like oh nope don't even think about it on disneyland it'll never come to california disney world has more of a chance because it's i have a feeling i have a feeling disneyland is prepping for it with the light shows on the castle and downtown yep because there's a reason why they do that because they don't having the non-firework shows there yep exactly so we'll see um tokyo disney resort is finally allowing hugging characters it's the last Disney park on earth to resume and Tokyo Disney resort is selling vacation packages where kids do get to become, get to be theme park custodians. For those that don't know, Tokyo Disney, the theme park custodians are very talented and actually um, there's a certain section where you can play music on, um, uh, you know what I mean? It, it's right. like they play music on like, sh- like the shells on the, on the walls and stuff. Yep. No. Yeah. Have you seen the the video before COVID of the the one guy, the one custodian that did it? And the funny thing is, of course, they have a picture of all you know the little kids, probably three five to five years old, dressed up in the and the uh, the custodian whites, and they look pretty darn cute with their pan and shuffle with their uh, pan and broom too. Tim, are we going? Are we going to Tokyo to take our kids and do that? Uh, probably. Let's see. Six, seven years from now, when my kid let's, could handle a, a 12 to 15 hour flight. Let's do it. So who knows? The kids that are doing this may start in on this. And then when we go over there, they may actually be a full fledged uh, sweeper. Janitor. That'd be kind of cool. Um, now we go to the Disney World pile. These ones always go fast because there's a lot about sales and stuff like that. Um, but this one is huge. Because I love it. Um, they are going to have the Disney dining plan returning to Walt Disney World in 2024. Um, there's a lot of just crazy stuff that happened with basically annual pass holders and cast members will not need uh, park reservations, park pass reservations for select dates in 2024. And park pass reservations will no longer be required for date based tickets in 2024 at Walt Disney World. Um, basically what they're saying is, is you're basically only going to have to have a ticket for that date. That's it. You don't, they're not going to have to select a park. That's Disney world only. Mm -hmm. I think they're still pushing the stuff at Disneyland, but yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully it catches on there. Um, but the only thing is, is with the amount of, uh, Magic Key members at Disneyland, I think it could be a, a little hard to do that. Yeah, 100%. But like they said, it's uh, select dates. So, Right. So um, I do know Connor from ConCon's Cantina has said that they can randomly pick a date and go in the afternoon usually, and there's no right. real reservation needed. So it's already kind of an effect, but this is a little bit more detailed. Right. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. It's like after like two o'clock or something like that. Yeah, because the problem was, remember, they used to have to check, pick a park, check into yep. that park before they go to the park they wanted before to. Before they it was go. Just a waste yep. of time. Yep. So um, they have announced they're going to simplify the Genie Plus and Lightning Lane there, uh, basically for planning visits in advance. There's the problem. Um, I watched this dude. I think he was from uh, he was from a Disney podcast or something, but he they made him do. He, that's what it was. He lost a fantasy football league. He was last place, and they forced him to go to Disney World 
and use only could use Genie Plus for doing rides. And basically, it was ridiculous. Like, it was like, go to this ride. He goes, every single ride, I had to wait 30 to 45 minutes before I could get in line. And there was zero wait because the, the app would say you can't get to this ride until this time. So he was saying, if you're a tourist and you don't know what you're doing, this is complete garbage because you're going to wait for an hour and then walk over there. And you could have ridden the ride three times in the time that you've waited to walk <laughs> over to a certain section. By the time you, yep. And then he also yeah. said that he was on a ride, got off the ride next to it, had a zero minute wait, but it told him he needed to go across the park go to a different ride. Yep. That's the biggest thing I've heard because with the free one, it'll give you the trip planning. And, you know, a couple mm -hmm. of the popular vloggers said, you know what, today I am just going, I'm not going to buy Genie Plus. I'm just going to use the, um, or I'm not going to buy, yeah, the, the paid for Genie Plus, but just use the Genie Plus and have it tell me where to go because it gives you the tip board and everything. And they said it was the most they've ever walked across across the park because it doesn't give you like, oh, hey, here in this general area, here's where what's available um, or or kind of staying in that general area where they were going back and forth across the park because, oh, hey, maybe, you know, um, Buzz Lightyear is a five minute wait. Go here. Oh, nope. Now Winnie the Pooh is a five minute wait. Go all the way over there going across the park. Oh, come back to, you know, finding Nima. Oh, now you're going, you know over to millennium falcon oh now you're coming back to autopia it's like what you know and like you said he gets out it's like okay get out of of um of finding nemo autopia has a zero minute wait but it's telling me to go all the way across the park yep so i mean makes no sense yeah i guess it's just and that and i think that's probably hard with a location-based service but i'm sure you could put up some virtual boundaries where you're not going across the park right but what do i know they're gonna they're gonna um they're gonna try and figure it out hopefully um, right we did get the new cal kestis um lightsaber hilts are available in hollywood studios uh at doc ondars for four hundred dollars apparently they look go. pretty cool um, and obviously they're from the video game, so they're probably detailed. And I will tell you that their lightsabers are a lot heavier in person than they are from what they look like. They're not cheap. So um, they also have a new the live action Little Mermaid Lounge Fly mini backpack available at Walt Disney World for eighty eight dollars. Um, we got two new foals born at Tri Circle D Ranch in Walt Disney World, um, which is pretty cool because. Um, you know, when they have the babies there, that that those 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 horses are set for life, man. Right, exactly. And the nice Especially, thing is, is now they got two new recruits. Exactly. Um, Walt Disney World Desert Reserva Dining Reservations are no longer modifiable within two hours of seating. That is awesome because I do know people have problems um, when basically, oh look, we see our friends from. From town, hey, let's go ahead and add them to the list. Well, guess what? They don't have a six-seater. They only have a four-seater, but you still have that reservation, so people are going to freak out. So don't do that because you can't anymore. Um, 2023 Destination to D23 to be live stream, and there's a gold member shopping spree announced. So I'm sure it'll be something similar to the Shop Disney thing. They did the deals for everyone, and you'll be... Um, They'll probably give away a shopping spree to like one or two gold members, and then everybody else gets a discount on merch for that day or whatever. 
Right. And it's and why reason why it's in the Walt Disney World Palace because it's in Orlando this year. Oh, okay. Um we did get the image for the new Walt Disney World cast member name tag design has been revealed, which they don't change them often, but um yeah. Well, did they change it for the 50th or no? No. Okay, I think, the, I, say I, think the, the, I think it was too close to the 100th. Right. So it would have been a they waste the they all instead. get yeah. Yeah. Cuz the 100th in Disneyland they got to pick their character name instead of where they're from. Instead of where so, they're from, yeah. Which I think is smart, too, because I do know well, a friend I had that worked there, she would put where she was born. She would never put where she actually lived, because that is kind of creepy. Like, oh, hey, you're from Modesto? Oh, yeah, I know people in Modesto, and all of a sudden you got a stalker on your hands. Right, but it is cool when you're there. It's like, oh, hey, you're, you know, you're well, five, six hours away, and it's somebody from, you know, your local area or, or whatnot it's, i mean it's cool to to see it but then again i could yeah or you just put something completely random yeah exactly i wonder if they let uh, him do it though you have to tip the guy a 20 that makes the name tag to put a random <laughs> <laughs> so say you're from batu um, right uh, Liberty Bell stuck on Rivers of America and Magic Kingdom and guests were evacuated. I didn't see it, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, they used the um, uh, barges to the island to evacuate them because they're in the awesome. middle of the water, the river. Awesome. Yep. So um, new Disney themed Advent Health emergency room is opening this summer at Flamingo Crossings, which, hey, you need those there. Um, I did see this one. Tim showed this one. This is beautiful. There's a new Arriba's Brothers Madame Leota crystal ball available at Walt Disney World for two seventy five. It looks legit. Like it looks yes. like it's bowling ball size. It looks like her hair is flowing in it, which I'm sure it's probably one of those ones that's solid, like you see a bowling ball almost. <laughs> yeah. And how, the way they did it, it's just it's 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 a good like decorative piece if you could afford it and if your house is big enough because it looks like her hair is actually flowing in the, the no. in the in the in the, in the, the ball it looks awesome the only thing that would make it better and i didn't read if it does have this is if it um lit up i didn't see if it did that i yeah i didn't see either but if it did yeah. that'd be awesome um this one is insane so uh, a male guest trespassed for slapping a female cast members behind and then he was arrested for sneaking back into his hotel room now here's my thing don't they have to let you get your stuff yeah i don't know the whole well i think it all depends on the severity of the crime because i mean if you go and commit a murder i'm sure they're not going to let you back into your room duh no i know but i don't uh, yeah, I don't know. Or if it's, hey, are you staying here on property? We'll like kind of clean out the room for you or the staff will clean out the room for you. When you post bail, you could come back here and get it. I die. I can tell you. But the thing is, I, is if he was trust, if he was trespassed and then came back in, does he get the trespassing? He gets the trespassing charges, too. Well, I, mean, I think the bigger thing is, is for normally, slapping a female cast members behind the trespassing is the 
you already got assault. Trespassing is just icing on the cake. Yeah, normally, normally they would bring you out like to your stuff and then. Yeah. In. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, or they yeah take you to your room. Yeah, police escort. And then let's just run through them because there's a bunch. Um, a Florida woman was trespassed to Disney World for pushing several elderly guests while in line for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Magic Kingdom. A drunken guest lays in the rain, swings stanchion, and throws table at <laughs> cast member before trying to escape through backstage area at Epcot. And a, a man goes on a stealing spree at Disney Springs, found with stolen wardrobe, driver's license, social security paperwork, and a toy Coco guitar. Florida want, is on the next level, man. He just wanted a Coco guitar, but he didn't want to open up the, you know, the credit card, the Disney card with his name. So that's why he had the driver's license, social security paperwork. Yeah. Those yeah. are good ones. I mean, the, the nice thing is with, with Florida and, and no offense to Connor or anything like that, but they have some pretty good, good ones over there. Not to say that Disneyland has it, but I mean, it's always awesome, you know, kind of putting the agenda together for the week. It's like, ooh, that happened. And sometimes you get what we had four of them this time. Sometimes you get none uh, on it, but it's just awesome on what they and whether it's any park in Florida, Universal, Disney, Six Flags, some TBD, you know, or to be named, you know, whatever it is um, on it. They it's not like, oh, the guy drank too much, was intoxicated and left. You know, they do multiple things and and it's it's awesome. You know, like yeah. drunk guest lays in the rain and then swings a stanchion and then throws a table and then tries to escape backstage. You can't write that story. No, no, and what's funny is, is that that's what you would see like in Tim and I's era of like the Naked Gun movies. Like that would be <laughs> that would be a caricature of someone yep. that was going to a park in one of those movies, the Naked Gun movies, stuff like that. Like it's it's not it's not believable until you see it on camera. Now the thing with with cameras everywhere, you can see everything. Yep. So, um. Which on the last thing on the Disneyland pile is pretty amazing, but um, right in Disneyland. So Disneyland is hosting community coffee events to pitch Disneyland forward expansion plans. Which so I think the, the rumor is is that basically the parking lot where employees are at is probably going to get revamped. So they're going to do something over there um, because technically they could do a they could do a sky bridge basically to that side and create a park over there because i don't think i don't think they're adding anything else to any of the existing parks i think they're going to build something in one of the parking areas which are flat still which is limited california adventure took over the one and then the now the one by which makes me think that's why they redid paradise pier is be, hotel is because they wanted th that to be themed um there's been a no, long no, remember, this is the whole event where they're going to expand Disneyland and California Adventure around downtown Disney up over through the Disneyland Hotel and then take out the Toy Story parking structure and make that like a Disney Springs. That's the Disneyland oh. forward thing. But oh. they were um, well, they originally were going to do that um, Eastern Gateway expansion with the parking lot back behind was they bought that Camelot Hotel. Pumba, yeah, Pumba or uh, Pumba parking um, lot. Yeah. Yeah, over there and then have the bridge come up and over. But then the shops on Harbor Boulevard expressed their uh, concerns about that. And it was an unfavorable Anaheim City Council 
on yep. that. So they completely and that abandoned. Was, that, and that was legit right when they, that was when the, the runs ended, that yep. project stopped, and then the new hotel stopped. All, was all the, within yep, a period the, of like three months. Yep, the hotel where the monorail station was uh, was at, or Rainforest Cafe was at, they were going to do that expansion too. And then that all stopped, so then Disneyland nixed that, and then this Disneyland Forward, it was basically, uh, it was hidden in it, so they announced it, but then it was hidden in the details that it was going to be like a 30-year project, which is fine. I mean, it's nothing's going to happen overnight, but now I think that they have a favorable uh, Anaheim City Council because the thing that stinks is, is a you know it's great that they're doing these uh, community coffee events especially with the neighborhoods around the area which is fantastic um you know if you could get them on board then the city council is like that's their constituents so how can you how can you not do it uh but the other thing is is they need to change permitting to um on some of those areas because like uh, it's only for hotel only where you can't put yep. a theme park on a hotel. So they got to change that. That's got to go through city council. And then the parking structure is only made for parking. Well, if they want to put an entertainment district over there, they have to change the permit on that as well. So the thing is, is uh, it's not dead. Uh, and this was only announced, I want to say like three, five years ago, it might've been right before COVID happened um, that they're now doing, you know, these community coffee events, gauging what the community has, any questions or whatnot. And there was a blog on, um, I mean, no shout outs, but on Fresh Baked, he went to one and asked some questions and did a response on it. And there was another guy that did it too. And I can't remember oh, what's his, what his name was. Um, so you can look at those videos and get their thoughts on it. But with doing this is that it's, you know, in the very, very infancy stage, but it's starting to roll out is that yeah. they actually have a little bit of steam behind this because let's face it, if they weren't going to do it, they're not going to put, um, you know, they're talking about cutting budgets. They're not going to put people out there in the community. And there's like 10 different events at 10 different areas, you know, parks uh, in the Anaheim uh, Garden Grove area about it. They're not going to send people out there for three hours, four hours at a time to do these. So I really like it, and it sounds from the couple of videos that I watch, it sound pretty promising. And the people there knew what was going on and had answers, and then you know had some questions they didn't have answers for, but they had a good or they had a good PR answer for it. So it's like, oh, okay, I see. But most, you know, everyone said it was great, and if not, you get a free cup of coffee. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like um a lot of uh people they they wonder um they wonder what they're doing and Disney is not going to lie to you because they want everyone to be on their side. So exactly. And especially if they lie on something like this that could jeopardize a huge project like this, not good. So they put people out there that know what's going on and prep them on okay you know answer these questions and for these types of questions you know here's the the kind of pr answer for it because there may not be an answer yet or or a definitive answer for it yeah so um phantasmic is suspended through at least the late may at disneyland so um yeah but the scrims are uh, down and you can see the dock so, I mean, fingers crossed. We'll never, we, we never know what's going to happen with them, but 
you know, fingers crossed it comes back. Um, we do have reopening dates for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Alice in Wonderland, and Ariel's Undersea Adventure. Why they close them all at once, who knows? Um, new Guardians of the Galaxy Milky Fizz Sipper at Avengers Campus Disney California Adventure for 1899 is amazing. It is a cup, a round cup inside of a square milk jug, and the liquid only goes into the round part. So it looks trippy. It looks amazing. Right. Um, there was a surprise Disney 100 Teacher Appreciation Week cavalcade that debuted at Disneyland. Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, and Credit Coaster, Inside Out, Emotional Rollin, Jumping Jellyfish will run during World of Color 1, which is a change from normal. Um, they normally don't run a lot of that stuff. Right, which is crazy. So that means the only prop they're going to use is... Um, Wait, Ferris wheel. Uh, the Ferris wheel, the Pixar play around. But the, the other thing is, is the Incredit Coaster is loud. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, where every, all the other stuff is quiet. So, uh, yeah, I mean, not to say that the music's going to be loud or whatnot anyways, but say it's a, a, a quiet time in it and you're going to hear the, you know, clacking of the roller or the roar of the roller coaster in the background. But at least the nice thing is, is that those rides will be open, especially the Incredit Coaster, so you could ride it. Yeah. While the, uh, the show's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mantis from Guardians and Galaxy debuted at Avengers Campus Disneyland's Disney's California Adventure. Um, the scaffolds are down and the new Francisco Square signage is installed as transportation continues. Um, it's supposed to open this August, so they better get uh, moving. Um, Disabled Rogers, the musical Catherine removed to tears after seeing Hyperion Theater Marquee for the first time. Is that the same one that was in the Aladdin one, you think? Um, n- no. You know the I one I'm that, talking about. <clears throat> yeah, she was in the electric wheelchair. Yeah. And she kind of had like the, the flag on the back of hers. No, this was, um, I, she was a dancer uh, bef- before. Uh, and this one, it has her friend uh wheeling her up to the marquee and she got uh emotional because obviously she's in it and then with her dancing history and then with her being in a wheelchair just kind of all hit her at once Mm -hmm. but no it was not the same one from um aladdin well congratulations to her that's pretty cool um nutmeg the magic key terrace cat has passed away at disney's california adventure we don't often hear about um, the cats passing away. Is this the one? Uh, Nutmeg was the one that we thought was Francisco, wasn't it? I think so. And this one has a um, drink named after it on the Magic yes. Key Terrace as well. So Yes. Yes, because the Magic Key Terrace in California Adventure is uh, the area behind it is where you'd always see the cat hanging out in the bushes, which was pretty cool. So, yep. um, well, that's sad. Um, but they do have a good life there. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Spaceball Troopers visit Star Wars Galaxy Edge for May the 4th on Star Wars night. And it looked amazing. Uh, it, it was, it was awesome. Especially how they did the videos of them. 
Yes, because they basically played the Spaceballs music over the video they made. They're walking around. They're doing the salute in front of the Stormtroopers in uh, Rise of the Resistance. It was it was amazing. Yeah, no, it was it, it it was awesome and it was pretty funny at the same time. Yes, it was um, pretty funny. I would have liked to have been there to see it, but um, yeah, I, I want to uh, know how that how they made their helmets. If they made them themselves, or if they, I mean, obviously, if anything, you could order online, but if they did themselves, how they, how oh, they it'd did it. Oh, it'd be easy. It'd be easy. How? All, all, all you'd have to do is get a regular helmet, like a, a helmet like the face was, and right. then you'd just 3D print the bigger part and mount it to that one. So well, probably if you, a, have a, if you don't have a 3D printer, that's, you gotta have a big oh, 3D dude. printer because that helmet's yeah. huge. Yeah, but if you find someone to do it for you and just say, hey, put it in white filament, It'd probably cost you a hundred bucks. You could find someone to do it for you. I was thinking they found like some sort of like ball and just cut it open. Maybe, but it'd be hard to keep it. Um, I mean, not I mean? like not like a rubber ball or something like that, but something. No, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's. <laughs> I think. Because they have the dudes that go around that wear that that carry the co- the giant comb with them that do it, right? And so they got to have some sort of like you know plan or a blueprint for it out there. So I'm sure it's not that hard to get a hold of, right? No, it's exactly. Well, I mean, there's stuff on Etsy. Oh, really? On Amazon too? Hmm. There you See? go. Guy yeah. shows. Shows how <coughs> how to do it. <coughs> Excuse exactly. me. So that's all we got for you guys tonight. We want to thank everyone who always comes through and listens. It's greatly greatly appreciated. Um, I also want to tell Tim that I hate you, Tim, for getting your stuff already because you suck. Uh, <laughs> he got all of his Roosevelt shirts. Uh, you are a horrible person, and you can suck it, Timothy. Um, how's your how's stuck? It came from the same place, and actually, well, I'm a little bit little bit closer than you as far as where it's coming from i got the drop one though well so mine's coming tomorrow but mine was the drop one too but i got the one that sold out immediately but it's i mean i think they're all coming from the same spot but i think what they do is they put them all together so battle box was one that used to send me the box and they would put it all in a one pallet take it to the post office and then they would go from the top down and scan uh, them in. Yeah, okay, I see. Because yeah, there's they... some some people got it already uh <laughs> right um, yesterday or day before. Yeah, exactly. Some people already got yeah. them. They're further away than us. Like you said, it I mean, all depends on where on the stack. Yeah, it at. comes it comes from San Diego. So yeah. Um, yeah, which is the nice thing is it's not that far away. Give it a couple days for processing and then a couple days to get there. So within a week, um you have it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, They're beautiful and the shirts, other... and Tim and I will take pictures in them just to show everybody. Right, and the other thing, just really quick, well, well, if you've everyone uh, that will listen to this will already know, but the um, Warriors have won, so there will be a game six. Game six in in so L.A. They stay alive. They stay alive. It will be in L.A. Yes. Because they were in Golden State, so it'll be in LA. They're doing one twenty-one like, to one hundred six. They're doing that one 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 thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, they go 2-2 two, two, and then 1-1-1 one, one, one until they find a winner. Yeah, I guess uh, baseball, they don't like to copy baseball anymore. So, you know, yeah. congratulations. To well, them. at least the nice thing is, is you're only going from San Francisco to L.A., so you just fly back and forth. Yeah, and I bet they probably go earlier than they normally would because they can find somewhere to play down there because... because oh, yeah, exactly. And it's not like it's a time difference or anything like that. They're not flying halfway across or, you know, right, whatever right. it is. So, yeah. well, uh, right. thank you guys again for listening. It is greatly appreciated. And um, we uh, hope you guys enjoy the weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And um, we will see you guys. Oh, whoops. Almost, almost did it. For the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>